Welcome to Ronan Geek Official Podcast, where we are definitely recording this in real time and not like three or four weeks ago. So just wanted to point that out. <laughs> this is definitely happening on a date that is close to the date that you are listening to it right now. That's how recording technology works. This is, yeah. So we're very excited about that. And uh, this is Alex Austin with us in the pod today. We have Mech Warrior Plebeian Adam. Really? All right. Rob. <laughs> Did he take your game? No, no. Are you guys going to talk about the same game? Because we are talking no. about games and or movies because this is playing and or watching the every other episode of Ronan Geek Official Podcast where we talk about what we're playing and or watching. So very excited to do that. And that's why we call it POW! 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 Like that. So uh, when I spelled it all out, it's actually P-A-O-W. So it works perfectly. So this is a, a Sounds new word. Sounds great. coined the- it. <laughs> so I'm very, very excited about it. What's going on? Nothing. Yeah, Rob's yeah. upset at your you're off, You're off brand. You're off brand. Mm, it's the POW block. Basically, no. I'm going to go and actually register this. There's where I, I, there's an actual website where you register your acronym. So, and RGOP is Republican GOP, and it's also Rodeo Official Podcast. <laughs> so, and then uh, POW is about to be playing and or watching. So, I'm very excited for that when that, that comes to fruition and becomes reality, which is very soon. So we are going to talk about a thing that we are playing or watching, but we're each only going to discuss one thing to try and keep it nice and focused and clean. So we'll see how that goes for us. And uh, who's kicking us off today? Who's doing that? Not me. What? Yeah. I ju- I said you. I know, but I'm going to make Alex do it. He's Jesus Christ. All right. I'm going to make Alex do it. Okay, well, <laughs> and then you're I feel do it. like I've been ganged up on here, but as we all know, this is a democracy. Nice. So if this is the, majo- the will of the majority... Then this is what we'll do. It is. I get two votes, so it is the little. God damn it! That is not not democracy. That is certainly not democracy. Okay. Well, what I'm going to talk about today then is a film that I'm currently looking up the information on because I wasn't ready, and it is called Luca. And this was actually a Disney Plus exclusive that just came out, and uh, it came out from Pixar Studios and Disney. And it's been an interesting ride on Disney Plus with watching stuff because there, there's been such an incredible mix of content on there from Marvel to Star Wars, and then now we've been getting into a lot more uh, Pixar films, right? With uh, yeah. We have Onward, which came out last year. That was the story of the brothers on the road trip, learning magic, a little bit like a D&D event happening, which is kind of a cool little film. And then we also had uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which came out as premium content. And yeah, has that one was kind of trash. It watch. is kind of trash. In fact, I tried watching it after Luca to see if it was something I could get into. And I think it's it could have been a decent movie, but it's suffering from identity crisis. Anyway... Uh, I, I couldn't tell if it was fantasy or sci-fi or some mix of the two or just something I liked in general. And honestly, I just kind of gave up on it partway through. However, Luca just came out and this is actually a pretty fucking brilliant film. And uh, we've watched it many times because my daughter's obsessed with it. And as anyone who has a two-year-old knows, uh, if there's a movie they like, you will be watching it many, 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 many times in perpetuity forever and ever. So is that what this is all about is the daughter? Sorry? That's what this is all about is the daughter? Oh, my daughter, yes. So largely about her. So, But the film itself is pretty brilliant, and that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, so this is this is obviously the playing watching I'm bringing to the table. Sorry, I'm just really struggling to find the wiki on it here. Bear with me. I'll cut this. No, actually, you'll cut it. I'll cut it. Actually, I'll cut it because this is going to be the next one that I edit. And I'm going to leave this in so people know that. Right. <laughs> that would be very boring. <sighs> Okay, so, yep, this is a Pixar film, um, Pixar Animation Studios. It just dropped June 13th, 2021. And uh, it actually uh, claims to have had a box office of 17.4 million. I don't know where it was actually released in theaters. Well, the maybe states. 
Probably. I, did it see a limited release in the states? Probably, because I thought I thought it was an exclusive release Disney uh, Disney Plus. However, uh, it turned out to be a pretty brilliant little film. Um, basically, it's it's a story. Uh, it's a coming of age story about a boy named Luca who ends up. He, he's like a, he's like, a, and we'll get in, I'll get into some spoil, light spoilers here, but it's a kids film, so. Fuck you if you got a problem with it. <laughs> Just go watch it. We all know the beats. Yeah, yeah, we all know the beats. Anyway, it's uh, Luca's like this little monster fish boy. So these fish, these fish people creatures that live off the coast of Italy, off the coast of this very Mediterranean-looking huh. town, and uh, and he ends up running into another fish person creature, uh, younger one like him, who is also living part of his life on land. And when these guys come out of the water and go on land, they turn into like their human form. When they get wet again, they turn back into their monster form. Well, that's easy. Yeah, it's very easy. And it's adorable the way that they use that throughout the film. I it's would have loved like so not gremlins. It is definitely not a gremlins situation. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking like a half fish dude. You- no, no, they go, they go fully human when they're out of the water. Um, so, which is, which is, uh, it makes, oh, it makes wow, for an that's easy. Disgusting. All right, so we need to start killing people to find out who these people are. If you are a resident of their town, Porto Rosso, before they become friends, then yes, you would want to kill them because that's just what you I was thinking like do. this. That's nice. what they turn out to. Oh, so they, God. So like a ha- it's like a mermaid, but top half mermaid. So it's the, the reverse mermaid. The fish. The reverse mermaid. Yeah, yeah, it's the reverse. So the top half is, is a fish. So yeah. It's got the beady eyes yep. and the lips and yep. the bottom half are human legs. No, no, these are all even as fish people, they're very expressive and very human looking. So <laughs> Of course. They can't make anything creepy. They can't have, yes. I do like the concept that they're like, hey, these people don't really come out on land. They're not evolved to come out on land, but somehow they just have magic that lets them do it. Yeah. Like, then they would just be on land because that's where culture and civilization is. Unless it's already on water. Honestly, as far as animated films go, not one of the biggest leaps I've been asked to take in terms of uh, believability. <laughs> so I, I think I'm good with that. Anyway, so Luca ends up meeting his little friend uh, Alberto, and Alberto is a boy who's like a little bit older than him, and uh, he's very worldly, right? So he's lived out of the ocean for some time. He's not afraid of humans, and he collects human stuff. So they end up befriending one another. Oh God! In meeting like skulls and spinal cords. No, no, no. Like no, like jars of spunk. like treasures. <laughs> <laughs> like record players and shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> this isn't like a dark So he's a little mermaid. Yeah, he's a little merman. Anyway, so they end up becoming best friends, and they, they decide the thing that they need to get to go explore the world <laughs> is human flesh. No, uh, actually, it's a Vespa. They want to get a Vespa. So this takes place firmly in like 1950s-ish Italy, Italy, right? Yeah. So this is Nobody kind of all wanted the rage a Vespa. At that point. So everybody wanted a Vespa. Everybody wanted a Vespa. Yeah, they're clearly easily tricked. So they decide to go to the human city of Puerto Rosso. Why don't they just wait for the mob to kill somebody and drive a Vespa off the fucking cliff? Well, that's how the movie ends. Thanks a lot, oh. Rob. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. It doesn't... <laughs> Turns out that it starts with one Vespa. They become Vespa dealers, and they're just mobsters. But because they have, because they come from the ocean, there's no, they're they're not in any of the systems, yeah. so none of the police can track them. And yeah. money and money is just shells. It's just it, shells from the ocean, so the police can't track that. So, yeah. yeah. So whenever people just like you know drive these cars off the cliff with a body inside, the mer people pull it out. They clean up the car. They put it back on the lot. There you go. And they hardly eat, they eat the body. It's a win-win. It's a win-win-win, really. Because you, you, you got through the crime, you got a meal, and you got a new car to sell. Yeah. And bada, 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 even bang. if you do get caught, because you technically didn't sell it with money, it's not a crime of selling. You're just having, which is a reduced crime. That sounds still inaccurate, but I'm going to go with well, it. Well, they'd have to prove where it came from. And if you like file off the uh, the VIN number, I think, I think you're fine. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, now that we got that resolved, I'll talk about the actual film. 
So they get they get to, they get to land and they have adventures. Sure, that's just a really nice little coming of age story for these kids. Um, pretty brilliant, and I, th- I like that it took the themes of like uh, what's important to these kids, and they actually evolve there throughout the course of the film. So it's not just always about getting the Vespa. Like Luca ends up coming into his own, finding out oh he really wants to like go and get an education, and he loves learning and all these things, all these human institutions, right? And then Alberto, uh, he wants to go and he wants to become like a, like a fascist once he learns about Mussolini. No, I'm just kidding. That doesn't happen. That's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. I lied. Um, anyway, just a really fucking brilliant little film. Uh, I absolutely love the hell out of it. I had such a great time watching it the first several dozen times through. And then, These uh, kinds of kids movies always make me ask so many questions. Like, uh, what happened to the mer dad and the mer mom? Oh, they're in it. So they end up coming out of the ocean to find Luca, and they're looking for him all over town, and they're like tossing kids into the ocean, trying to get them to turn into their kid, because they can't tell who their kid is. Oh, it's no. fucking hilarious. It's okay, so good. So it's so good. murder all these kids. So they, they murder they just the kids into the ocean? Actually, they're just like tossing them into fountains and like tossing water balloons on them and shit like that. So anyway. Quick, drown uh, him in the fountain so that he changes back. Yeah, they hold their heads <laughs> under under the water yeah. until they change or die. So anyway. Um, <laughs> just really cool little film. Lots of cool music in it too. This weird 50s kind of, it's almost like the Italian version of Rockabilly or something that shows up in huh. it. It's really interesting music in the film. So I've listened to a bit of that afterwards as well. And uh, just all around a pretty fucking brilliant film for Pixar. And it's not, it's not stuck up any, in any way. It's not snooty in any way. Uh, whereas we're talking about Raya and the last dragon like that. That's assuming that you're willing to accept a whole fucking lot in the first 20 minutes of the film. It's not like just that, it's just bad. Yeah. And it just, it wasn't entertaining to me, but this, it, it broke doesn't many rules of, filmmaking riot yeah yeah i I agree yeah but but this honestly it's in my mind it's just a great quintessential new property from pixar and i appreciate that they did it because not every fucking thing has to be incredibles or cars or you know something like that so So it was just really nice to see on a review scale of like incredibles to soul where would you put it in the dick oh i liked it more than soul Soul, oh, Soul was decent, but Soul I, was I shit. yeah, I, it was decent, but I, I liked it more than Soul by a long shot. Yeah, where, where would you put it? You know, between two films, how would you rate it? I don't it? think I watched Soul. Uh, I would put it up around. I enjoyed it as much as maybe like, um, let's say like the the first Incredibles and wow. like a Big Hero Six. Like I enjoyed it that much. Incredibles is considered pretty much the top of the. Yeah, it's side. one of the, one of the best films. Yeah. Oh wow, it's incredible. You've, ne- you've never seen Soul. Rob? No, I don't think so. No. no, this is just a great focused story and in a great focused setting and, and just really, really cool. I just thought it was a brilliant little film. I think the mafia theme is really kicking into good gear. Well, obviously, yeah, and that's going to do well for the sequels. So, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in, in, in the sequel, much like... Look what they've done to yeah. my fish boy! <laughs> I was gonna say much, much like the sequels, they're gonna go into the backstory of uh, of uh, Luca Mignotti or whatever his name is. <laughs> All I can imagine is the parents going to like a fish market, like they massacred my boy. <laughs> they turned him into fish stew, linguini. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of fun there. A little bit of dark humor in the film too, which is always fun too. A little bit of adult style humor. In there, yeah, well, they've been doing there. that a lot more, like with. Um, I forget the the other one, uh, not Loco, um, the Mexican themed one. 
Oh yeah, Coco. Coco. Yeah. Uh, they kind of had dark decent. themes in there. We're talking about death. And well, yeah, it's a uh, Dias de los Muertos, right? Was yeah. uh, was the 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 holiday that that takes place and on? They kind of so. talked about the t- dying twice, the dying the first time, and dying after the last person yeah. remembers you. Like those are yep. dark themes. Yeah, yeah. Very adult themes. Actually, yeah, it's interesting when they get into those more of. Yeah, they do. They do well with those things. That's one thing I like about them is they're willing to talk about yep. them, but they talk about it on a very light level. Just yeah, you know. Coco was one of the riskier ones too. So yeah, I like when they do the risky stuff. So yeah. like this one is just kind of going way out on a limb. So anyway, yeah, really cool film. Very well, cool. I like their shorts. The shorts are good. They do a lot of shorts. Yeah, yeah. I like their pants. I like their. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do you like my dad joke? I thought it was good. No. I thought it was brilliant. As a dad, I I, I really appreciate that. So. <laughs> Man, wow! I hate you both so much right yeah. now. <laughs> Cool. So anyway, that that is my that is my playing and or watching, and it was just watching. So Rob, what do you have? Oh <laughs> wow! Pass that buck real quick. <laughs> I didn't pass anything. I told you straight up what was going to happen. Oh, well, the good news is I was going to watch Luca and ended up watching Howl's Moving Castle with my nieces instead. Ooh! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Did we all watch something this week? Uh, no, no. I just I was just bringing that up because of Luke because I have not as good as going to talk about the boring shit. No, I'm going to talk about the boring shit. Yeah. Mm. So who here love the boring shit. thought about a game that hadn't really existed until two since 2002, and they're like, I want this game to be blowing up mechs. It's like Armored Core but shittier. Mm. Yeah, nobody wanted that. Mm. Well, <laughs> I sure didn't, but I wanted an Armored Core, and instead I got Mech Warriors Five Mercenaries. Yeah. Wow. The Urban Mech Simulator. The Urban Mech Simulator. Is that what it was called, literally? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> wow, the sarcasm. <laughs> no, so I, again, I've been trying to find something to click in that, that armored core. Have you not tried Damon X Machina? It's yet? not nearly the same. Have you tried it? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I played Is it garbage or is it good? No. It's not garbage? It's not great. Oh, it's not great. It's not great. So it's so it is garbage. It's I I don't know if I'd call it garbage, but it's not great. So it's not. It's more like trash. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it's it's not as good as Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries. That's sad. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm quite as hateful about this game as you are. <laughs> um, Mech Warrior Five Mercenaries <laughs> sucks huge donkey balls. <laughs> wow. But. But it does have a redeeming quality. There is a silver lining to this. Uh, so it's like a copper lining. <laughs> <laughs> About a year ago, Rusty. <laughs> this game came out on Epic Store exclusive. And nobody cared. And nobody cared. Mm-hmm. It was buggy. It was very shallow. And it was trash. It's interesting because you talk about it now. I also don't care. And I'm just now finding out. So exactly, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. But imagine a giant <laughs> mech game, like a giant mech game where you fire rounds that are the size of tanks that we know today. Yes. Imagine when you fire one of those shots, it's like a gang. Like, what kind of sound effect is that? They that fucked up the sound of the game in the fun. original release. It's not fun. No, it's not. Yeah, and sound is like a big part of the experience. Especially with big, like big yes. games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big mechas. Yeah, if you get in your power armor and it's like like a Terminator armor, you want it to thunk when you step. Exactly. Yeah. Well, they screwed that up a decent amount. Yeah. And however, um, after the Epic's game exclusive deal, what ended up happening was I I classified that game out. I went, okay, I'm no longer thinking about that game. And then I got an ad for the game, which was kind of strange. I don't usually listen to ads too much, but I got an ad for the game. I went. What? I thought this game like was on a, YouTube or Google? Yeah, on YouTube. Oh. I thought this game was released a year ago. Why am I getting an ad for it? Well, turns out it got re-released, yeah. but for everything else. Oh. So it got released. It got released. 
it came out of Epic Score exclusivity. Same version? S- sort of. Mm. Same version. Um, and except they did a re-add for it. But what they did was at the same time of that release, they added a massive patch. Okay. Which fixed the bugginess. Which fixed the terrible sound. Okay. Which fixed all the little mini problems, the UI problems that people had. Nice. So the game became reasonably playable. Then on top of that, they added a DLC called Heroes of the Inner Sphere, which made the game amazing. Okay. Or at least good. Well, yeah. I'd put it a good. Playable. Yeah. Oh, you're rough. You're hard to please. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'll I'll, I'll I'll tear it down after you build it up. He'll so leave I'll it at. Go. He'll leave it at. It's a game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go on my phone. Like, so I'm gonna like first. I'm gonna judge you while while you do this. Okay. Okay. So this game is actually quite fun. It's about building your mechs. If you've played any Battle Tech, anything like that, it is one of those games. So the idea is you drive a a battle battle mech. Yeah. Which is a giant mecha. And you deck it out with these fairly limited, like you're forced to, you have to put heat sinks so that things cool okay. properly. Your movement is strange. Your core and your legs move separate of each other. Like a okay. tank. Like a tank, yeah. But when you, you throttle up moving forward. So you start moving forward and you actually go, okay, I'm throttling up. Kind of like, imagine a car. Yeah. Except in your gear shifter was your speed. Oh. You know, that kind of okay. throttle up. So it's not how much you push the gas. Like once you get to 30, your car just stays at 30 because that's where you left the handle. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you steer and fight. And it's very clunky and slow. Mm. But when the action, but you can drive smaller mechs that are really fast. So you kind of have these huge king crab type things, which are giant, massive mechs versus these tiny little urban mechs, which also move slowly. <laughs> the locust would be a better example. Yeah, the locust would have been a better one. The locust is a tiny little fly on the wall. There's actually one called a flea. So what? So what? You're saying the word urban again? Okay. Why? <laughs> so why mo- do you keep saying that it's word? A, it's a meme. It's a okay. meme. If you know this world, you know the meme. These are keywords saying we need to get you. We know what we're talking about. Um, but the game is all right. It's kind of bland. You go through maybe like five yeah. or six different missions. And with, then they're all reskinned again. And they're all just reskinned again. <laughs> yeah. Like they're all like defend, attack, um, beachhead, do this mission, then that mission. Yeah. And they're all pretty reskinned. That's their, I think their biggest problem is the type of s- dry repetitiveness. Dry repetitiveness. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 The, the non repetitive part is the mech you drive. You have to drive very different mechs and try different things. Yeah. That's where you get your replay value is mm. building you. The idea is you build these mechs, you gather materials. You start off somewhere on a galaxy map. Yeah. You do missions, you earn money. When you da- when you take damage on that mech, you have to spend money to repair it, money and time. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to the next mission, you earn money and you earn salvage, and eventually you start building up your mechs and you get bigger and bigger and bigger and you start snowballing. Okay. So it starts with one or two mechs and then you eventually have a what's called a lance of four hundred it starts with like what? Thirty ton mechs on average. Yeah. Maybe two or three of them, and then by the end of it you're each driving one a hundred ton mechs. Okay. All four people. And that's the massive. And that's pretty much all you do. Don't ask me what about the single player. I've never played the single player. <laughs> it, it, it makes you not want to play it by playing the intro mission. It, honestly, yeah. It's yeah, a it did. trash mission. I did not I did not want to play the game because the intro was so bad. Wow. Yep. I okay. actually backed out and went, nah, I'm just going to do career. Wow. Yeah, we'll just figure it out. Figure it out on the phone. I was like, I just, I like, no, I got all the way through the tutorial too. I'm like, this is boring as fuck. Yep. And I was just done. I was, yeah. I was like... Hey, uh, are you playing, Adam? Because I want to just do multiplayer at this point. 
Yeah, I played wow. it because I really wanted a multiplayer game. I just wanted something to fill that ar- armored core void. And I was just trying stuff out. And I tried the tutorial, yeah. got through it, went, this sounds like shit. I'm going to go try the career mode from yeah. Heroes of the Inner Sea. Started to enjoy that. Turns out it's co-op. I can yeah. invite people to it. I don't think I've played the game single player since then. The The fun that comes out of this game is building stupid mechs, ridiculously stupid yeah. mechs that really shouldn't work, but you somehow make work. Yep. With your friends. That's it. That's all this is. That's all this game is about. Uh-huh. Honestly, review-wise, I'd probably give it like 2.5, 3 out of 5. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, the thing is, <laughs> games that I don't Rob, like... Rob is, Rob is saying, interesting, interesting, under his breath. <laughs> like, as he moves away from the... I don't know why. <laughs> Judgy McJudgerson. Ah, I mean, <laughs> hey, you know... You're just angry because you can't make the urban mech work in that game. You know, people who have confidence in the things that they say don't start trying to get really defensive when I say shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a great game. I know Rob's joined us, joined me a few times and can't make your urban mech work. So you get a little salty and move on. No, I, hey, I actually didn't get to even use the the new urban mech. The hero urban mech? The hero urban mech. No, because I think it was it was dropped on another mech and then exploded. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, we still have it. You can rebuild it. No, no, no yeah. I'll, I'll probably play again if you guys end up playing. Like, that's the thing. Is like, it, it's, it's a garbage game, but it is fun to play with friends. That's, that's where it is fun. It's only fun with friends. Yes, it's only fun with friends in career mode. Don't even bother with the campaign. It's, Maybe it's do the tutorial, good. but it's going to be trash. Don't even bother. Just if you have a friend, learn from them. If not, watch YouTube, move on with your life. Or just read the control maps, and there you go. You've done the tutorial. That is true. You know how to move a cursor to aim onto an enemy. Congratulations, you've played the game. You figured it out. Yeah. Fuck up for the first few missions. You'll be fine. Don't even have to. Just read the fucking controls. You'll you figure it out. <laughs> So interesting, you're talking about a mech thing, and if we have time for it at the end, maybe I'll mention uh, Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. So oh, nice. I did. Oh, I did yeah. It. Did you watch it? I, I did. All of it? I did. Was it good? If we have time, we'll get to it. Okay, sure. <laughs> before, my, my thing is probably going to be a little bit shorter. Before shorter. I hand this off to Rob's pal, I Ow! do want to bring up that this was developed by Piranha Games. If you heard yeah. that episode in our last two episodes ago. I didn't hear that. That was the company that helped Gearbox finish Duke Nukem. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So there you go. What a weird fucking company. Huh? Yeah. So hopefully next pal will have more to talk about Battletech, and I hear that that has a lot better rating, so we'll try that out. Cool. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I hear it's a lot better of a game, but I suck at it. Yes. Yes. Elsa's a career mode. It does, yes. Yeah, it's fun. I'm probably going to abandon the campaign for that, too. Yeah, don't even bother the campaign. Just go to, the hero, to go to career mode. It's essentially the same thing, but just more you. Okay. Less role play someone else, more It's the same boat as 5. It's got a better story. It does have a decent story. The tutorial's not bad or anything like that. Like the, the campaign's not bad. It's not bad. Career mode is just, you're not going to waste your time. Just going to get to the part you love? Yeah. The Beck building uh-huh. and the and the and the game fight and the tactics. Yep. Coming. Okay. We can do a versus sometime too when you get uh, comfortable with the game. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll have to give that a shot. We'll get going. I'll bring that into my next pow. Cool. Uh, bow. Speaking of, uh, I think by the time the next pow rolls around, I'll have played more of the new Warhammer DLC. So, oh, that's out. Yeah. So. So what do you got Look for this time? in forward to it. Um, okay, so this is fun. Um, either of you ever go through any of Bo Burnham's content? 
Not really. Nope. Comedian? I, I know of him, and he plays the piano and sings songs. Yeah, he does, yeah. Songs yeah, are relatively funny. Of... I'm with him on this one. Okay, so he actually, so he went away for like five years or something mm-hmm. like that. Deservedly so. <laughs> he should never have come back. <laughs> so he came back, but he did something really cool. Uh, he went away again? No. <laughs> you're gonna, he stayed gone? No, you're going to like this, I think, actually. He died. Um, so you go on Netflix uh, after this. And, um, or maybe I'll show you, if we have enough time at the end, I'll show you one thing and you can let me know what you think of it. Uh, but what he does is he actually made a special by himself. No sure. camera crew, nobody helping him. He made an entire over an hour comedy special, just him in a room with a camera. <laughs> you know that there was a guy who did that, but he was in the wild. He was yeah. called Survivor Man and he was Canadian. No, no, no. This is like the, the really lazy white man's version of that. <laughs> And well, he, Survivor and he, Man and was and was a white man, but he wasn't lazy. No, and, and he calls himself out on it. But it's um, he believes in Bigfoot too. And I saw him play live one time. He's a blues musician. He is. Yeah, yeah. it is worth a watch. I I'm. It's hard to yeah, kind of the, the last time. Look, the last time somebody gave this much hype behind a Netflix comedy special, it was one of those fucking puppet, the puppet guy with the puppets, and he had the puppet that was like a dead terrorist or whatever. And oh I yeah. I thought it was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. There was literally nothing funny about it, like, objectively. Okay. So I'm very skeptical when somebody comes to me and they're like, oh, this thing on Netflix, this comedy special is super fucking funny. So because I just, I don't believe it. If I can fuck with him, will you watch it? <laughs> Probably not. Okay, I'm going to do it anyway. So there's a part where he actually does a sock puppet bit. <laughs> oh, I, I hate it already. God. I hate it already. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. So far, this is getting worse every time you talk about this. I know. Puppets aren't funny. They're not funny. Okay? There's nothing funny well, about hold puppets. Hold on. Hold on. Muppets. Muppets are entertaining. They're not funny. I'm not like, ah, <laughs> they're doing such funny things. I'm laughing about it. It's yes, not they like are. That. Muppets are definitely funny. It's kind I... of funny when Kermit, like, waves his arms around really fast and his head shakes <laughs> like that. That's kind of funny. I'll give him that. But there's not much else to it, man. I actually kind of enjoy the Muppets. Yoda, the Muppets. Yoda yeah. has some moments. Yoda has some moments, but there's a lot of humans around too. Burn your tree for no reason, I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, you don't need the magic books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. Anyway, so the um, what it comes down to is, uh, I was actually just really impressed watching this because this was a uh, a guy who effectively learned uh, how to operate a camera in a way that was actually just very artistic and very well done. He used a lot of the uh, early on camera techniques, but in ways that were maybe simple but well executed. And watching somebody go through the process of designing this, like, effectively show for a bunch of people while locked into a single room, what you can kind of actually do within that room, he, he definitely stretches it to the limits and in a way that I found entertaining. Now, obviously, comedians are not for everybody. That's Obvious. Everybody has their own style of comedy. Yeah, I don't no, like un, comedians. Un, unfunny comedians aren't. That's for not true. That's... You like George Carlin? Fuck you. I do love me some George yeah, Carlin. Fuck off. Uh, so the thing is, like, it's like anything else. It's like beer or video games. Everybody has an opinion, and everybody has a flavor that they like. I just found this to be very entertaining for like an hour and a bit. I've actually already watched it twice. So do you, have you watched a lot of Bo Burnham's other yes. stand-up and stuff? Yes. So it's in the same vein, but it is different. It's, it's, he is older now. But do you, do you like the old Bo, um, Bo Burnham stuff? Some of it. Most of it, no, to okay. be honest with you. 
Like there are a couple of songs I'm like, if you're listening to the lyrics, it's like that's fucking funny. Yeah, he's got some pretty decent, yeah. like catchy bits. But yes, what I'm hearing from this is that you enjoyed more his discovery of filmmaking or of no, I cinematography. Like, I like him now that he's thirty. I like him a lot more. So hold on, is, was your favorite part the comedy, or was your favorite part the him learning and evolving through developing his cinematography? Both. More so the the technical aspect, okay. I will admit, but the um, but the comedy was enjoyable because he, I think it's just that he had so long that he was able to nail the bits perfectly, right. and he got new bits because it's been yeah, so and long. he worked on it for over a year. So, is that how long comedians work on? No, their, I thought they worked on it. Longer. Most most standups are done in one night. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on. No, no, what I'm saying no, no, is... No, no, they're, they're content they work on. They're content they work on? Long, long time. Um, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, I assume that he... Well, being that it's during COVID when he makes this, he's in lockdown for a lot of it. He spent mm. a lot of time working on the project. Yeah, sure. But only on the project. I think it was like more of a locked room situation. So but these are just insane man's babblings? That's what it comes off as, especially as you get further, because he never shaves or anything. Yeah. So as you're watching it, his hair is getting... Worse. So instead of recording it all in one day, he records bits of it over time. And you can see him like there's parts where he's like he's clearly having a mental breakdown. I mean, I'm I'm (laughs) trying I'm trying hard not to prejudge it, but nothing about this sounds funny. But I'll tell you what, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And if this turns out to be as bad as that fucking puppet man, yeah, I'm never. And I mark my words, I will never ever in my life watch another fucking comedy special put on by Netflix. Okay. Like, I'm serious. So, like, I, so I, this is the best part about this is that I, I hate when people hype care. up comedy and they don't fucking know comedy. That's it fair. It bothers the fuck out of me. That's fair. That's fair. I think you should do that. You should let me know what you think. I'll let you know. Good. I'll let you know. I feel like you have to at this point. I'm not, now I'm not happy about it. Now it's going to be, everyone needs to have an opinion. Am now. I supposed to be feeling peer pressure on this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm, making, I'm making a real sour face right now. <laughs> you you made like a face like your daughter just pooped her pants. Making a real sour face, Rob. Like trying to look nope. like Robert Robert De Niro. <laughs> I don't I don't like this one bit. <laughs> I can't even do Robert De Niro. I can't I do don't, anyone. Who am I? I don't anyway, like this one bit. No, I don't, I don't know how I can't. That's do all I got. Quickly, yeah. give us the quick rundown on your last thing here, and then we'll call it. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I did watch Mobile Suit Gundam Hathaway. So this is a Netflix not production but imported yes uh, of, anime film yeah. of of a gundam so it's mobile suit gundam colon hathaway is this pow plus one it's pa- yeah, pow is it, plus jesus is gonna do a quick plus it one. could be minus one because i wasn't a great fan of the film uh, i thought it was uh ultimately uh it was a mobile suit gundam film with not a lot of mobile suits or gundams so there's a little bit oh, of gundam like toward to the me. end yeah that's yeah. fucking funny because that's exactly what i was saying i was like wow i'm not seeing any like Gundam. Yeah, and, and there was some there were some interesting characters, original characters in it that I thought they were going to follow a little bit more closely about their journey and uh, throughout the course of the film and maybe make me care about them, but mm-hmm. they never really did. So I did, by the end of it, I still didn't really care who lived or died. It didn't really matter to me. Yeah. Um, actually, the the character I, I liked the most was actually like the antagonist. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. which I, he was the most charismatic and he was the most fun and I thought he had the most realized character. But uh, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of battling in it. There was a cool kind of hostage yeah. situation at the beginning that was not taken care of with Gundams it was taking care of men Boring. with guns which I thought was pretty brilliant well, that's kind of counter the point yeah, yeah and, and, and the film overall was like it was 
it was a little it was a little bit stuffy and it was a little bit kind of too into itself you know oh, what i mean yeah. and for uh, different points in it it was for good reason it, there was some really interesting gundam experiences from that universe that that you know you could have in there as a viewer but uh there just wasn't enough to it there wasn't enough meat to it it takes place in in a weird void space i think it says it was tw- it's supposed to be 12 years after Char's rebellion so it's in kind of like uh oh it's in like the like original a, like yeah, mobile suit yeah it's in oh. it's in the original mobile suit gundam timeline oh, so but Rob's, kind of after the interesting the, stuff the, happens and before yeah. the next set of interesting stuff yeah happens. Rob's like the only the only recent addition that was good to that was unicorn which was actually pretty good yeah, Unicorn so. was, kind of gave me the feeling of Evangelion where I didn't fully understand the ending. Yeah. Oh, actually, did you watch um, either of you? Did either of you watch Gundam Double Zero or did you watch Gundam uh, Iron-Blooded Orphans? No. I didn't see Iron-Blooded Orphans. I think I saw Double Zero. Okay, you're missing out on Orphans. I got to check it out. If you are not sure about Double Zero, you should watch it again. Okay. Um, Double Zero is up your alley. I think you might like Iron-Blooded. More action. Yeah, it starts off more grounded in reality okay. too. Like, not reality, but like Gundam, Gundam reality. reality. Yeah. yeah, I get you. Um, <laughs> Ninja kids flying where, giant where, robots. Where, <laughs> yeah, so when the Gundams actually show up for the first time, nobody else's tech level is at that point. It's yet. a big event. It's oh, a big event because cool. they, the in Double Zero, the Gundams show up as a essentially an anti-war peacekeeping force. Oh, very cool. So they use violence to stop violence. See, my <laughs> Which you can obviously tell is not a good way to start. <laughs> my favorite Gundam show that I ever watched was... I, I, I can't remember. Gundam Zero, Gundam O. Oh, you liked... Um, no, you liked... Well, well, do you know what I'm talking about? Because you liked uh, Endless Waltz when that was originally... I did like Endless Wing. Waltz. And that was Wing originally. Woo! That was Wing originally. Yeah, I did that like was it. so good. Yeah, Endless You're Waltz. talking about the MS so, team? So here's the yeah, thing. The Vietnam one? Double yeah. Zero <laughs> Double Zero is the spiritual successor, successor to Wing. Okay. Nice. Okay. So it is like a more modernized version of Wing. Nice. Got it. Kind of. The other one I really liked is the one with Shining Finger. Um, oh, that was uh Gundam that was Mobile Fighter. Suit G Gundam. G Gundam. G Gundam, yeah. Yeah. G Gundam was good. G-Gundam that was, was great. Like, yeah, that was like was every fun. country had their own yes. Gundam, and then they'd kind of like get into battles and hijinks and whatever else. Yeah, yeah. that was yes. good. It, it was, was good. yes, that was fun. That one was. It fun. was fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Just like Wing. Wing was a lot of fun too because it was just so over the fucking top, watch, man. Watch Zero Zero. It gets and, crazy. And okay. Wing, Wing was cool too because of like Zex Zex Marquis. He was a great character with Toggies. Remember Toggies one and two? Oh, yeah, fucking yeah. sweet. And it wasn't even a Gundam. Like it was just awesome. Epion dude. Mm. Epion was the shit. Mm. Mm. I was still oh. a heavy arms fan. Oh, God. I love it. I love Epion. Anyway, so we won't get into that right now, but that could be a future episode. Maybe we'll do a lot uh, more Watch the Zero Zero ones because I think that you will like them just as much. Like cool. Each of the individual maybe we units. Can do, maybe one of our next episodes after... Uh, By the way, one of our next episodes can be Gundam episode. Sure. But will you really, watch a Gundam movie or something? Yes. Really, really quick. Either of you not watching Loki? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of, of course. course I am. Okay, why have we not been talking about it? We haven't talked about it at all. That's a good point. Next episode. So at the time of this recording, we are four episodes in now. This is basically where we're at. Yeah, I've been kind of, I want to wait till the end and we can talk about it all as one. Okay. I mean, we could give kind of first impressions though, I think, can we? Nope. Okay. Um, (laughs) Nope. That hurts. (laughs) That really hurts. No, we should wait and see. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's wait till the end. Talk about it all as one. Okay, so Loki is the thing at the time of this recording. Yep. There you go. We'll just leave it at that. (laughs) So anyway, um, I guess that's it. That's it. Is that it for POW? Yes. All right, that's it for this week's POW. So thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 139 of Ronan Geek Official Podcast, and this is Alex Austin signing off, and... I am AC10 Plebeian Adam. AC10. <laughs> Only AC10, eh? <laughs> Only AC10. Oh, that's, um... I'm not a, quite an AC20, I'm not. Are you sure it's not a five?
Are you sure it's not a five? If I'm a five, I'm a UAP. I'm a UAP five. Mm. UAC five. So, MG Adam then? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm like my fire starter. (laughs) I'm off. Okay, and uh, and just wrong. And Mobile Suit Gundam Brown. Okay, cool. Talk to you later.